the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Monday, April the 10th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On April 10, 1912, the Titanic, with much to do, set sail from Southampton, England. It would be its first and last voyage. It was the ill-fated maiden voyage of the Titanic. Today, in 1932, German President Paul von Hindenburg, he was re-elected in a runoff. Adolf Hitler came in second. Today, in 1947, Brooklyn Dodgers President Branch Rickey, he purchased the contract of Jackie Robinson from the Montreal Royals. That made Jackie Robinson first black player in the big leagues. Today in 1972, the United States and Soviet Union joined about 70 nations in signing an agreement banning biological warfare. Today in 1974, Golda Meir, she announced her resignation as Prime Minister of Israel. Today in 2017, Justice Neil Gorsuch took his place on the newest edition of the bench of the Supreme Court, restoring a narrow, conservative, originalist majority on the court. I want to be talking a little bit more about the Supreme Court today. I want to talk to you specifically about the lynching of Clarice Thomas and other uppity blacks. Those are his words, not mine. We'll come back to that in just a moment. Ocasio-Cortez, she was on Sunday's CNN State of the Union program yesterday. She said the U.S. Supreme Court, this is, of course, a member of Congress, she said the U.S. Supreme Court no longer has legitimacy. It's illegitimate. Discussing Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas accepting gifts from some friends, Ocasio-Cortez, and I'll get back to that in a moment. Ocasio-Cortez says it's illegitimate. The court no longer has standing in America. You say, well, who cares what she thinks? Well, I wouldn't care. She's a nutcase, except the fact that she has a lot of influence among certain parts of our Congress and our population, ironically. Before we get to that, though, I want to share with you something I read earlier today. It comes from Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, forget not all his benefits. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Yeah, our sins are forgiven. We celebrated that yesterday, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, 
who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Today we're going to embrace that verse, and every one of us are going to emerge as an eagle. Well, kind of. You get the point. God brings life to the people who follow him and serve him. That's the kind of a God we serve. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. New Mexico, we recently went on the air in New Mexico, as you know, if you're a regular listener to this program. We went on the air in New Mexico not because we thought there would be there would be wide and just overwhelming response. We went on the air in Mexico, in New Mexico, in Albuquerque, Santa Fe, because we felt the Lord leading us to be on the air in that area. It's a very mystic, um, new age kind of place. It is overwhelmed with that kind of philosophy and ideology. And we just felt in our heart that God wanted us there. I don't know if the program will ever pay for itself there, but we are there and we felt directed of the Lord to be there speaking to the culture, to anyone and everyone who will listen to us. But New Mexico is getting a second center. It starts as a starting goal. It's an abortion center, a starting goal of killing 75 babies per week. It's not a new organization, but it's new to New Mexico. It's called Whole Women's Health. Set up shop in Albuquerque. Just a few weeks ago, we told you about, just as we went on the air, in fact, in New, in New Mexico, we told you about the fact that the Satanic Temple had opened up a shop, an abortion shop there, because they felt that it was a, a very good market for them, and they felt like they could make a lot of money there, and they probably will. But now, Whole Woman's Health, very controversial abortion operation, they're opening up shop with a goal of 75 babies being aborted, murdered, per week. The, uh, the news on that over the weekend a scandal-plagued abortion facility will open a new location in New Mexico that has a quota of killing 75 preborn babies through abortion per week, at least to start. Whole Woman's Health, which shut down all of its facilities in Texas last year after the Dobbs versus Jackson decision, is set to open a new location in Albuquerque, the news says. The starting goal is to serve 75 patients a week. Axios is reporting that. Uh, Whole Women's Health on New Mexico will provide first and second trimester in-clinic abortion procedures up to 18 weeks of gestational age and has plans to expand care up to t- care abortion up to 24 weeks in the near future. You know, it just is so upsetting when these people use these trick words. They do it because they are all about deception. The abortion industry, the left, the progressive, they're all about They're all about deception. If they laid out their plan and their ideologies and their plans and their philosophies before the public, 
the public would, by and large, reject them. But they won't do that. They call abortion health care. Health care? To whom? Well, the mother. The mother is having sex and she doesn't want to have babies. But it's health care. Reproductive health care. And on and on the charade goes. Abortion quotas are not new. Planned Parenthood has been doing this for years. They have quotas. People who come out of Planned Parenthood, they get saved and ask God to forgive them for what they've been doing. And and they speak to the issues. And there are several, in fact, a number of them over the last number of years have done this. And they speak very candidly about it. This Sue Thayer is one of them. I think she wrote a book about it. She's a former Planned Parenthood manager. She said that, uh, she said the centers that, uh, she says, have quotas. These Planned Parenthood centers, they have quotas of how many abortions, how many murders they should perpetrate on women per month, per week, whatever. It's a, it's a big business. And these people are in it for the business, but they're also in it for their ideology. That's what they believe. Well, New Mexico has now embraced them as they have embraced the official Democratic Party stance on abortion, which is to make it legal in all nine months of pregnancy. But New Mexico is so into this today. And I know there are good people in New Mexico. And I'm encouraging you, if you're listening to this program, we'd like to hear from you. And if you feel that our presence is of any value, in the Albuquerque, Santa Fe area, please stand with us. Help us support this. But we're going to do this because we feel God wanted us to go there and be on the air. I know there are other great programs on the air and all of that, but we just felt like we should be there. And if God speaks to your heart to support us, please do. But New Mexico has embraced all of this stuff. The government, you know that. It's not unlike it's it's different in nature from what I can understand, and I've looked at it pretty carefully. But it's not unlike the Northwest, Washington, Oregon, and so on. Not Idaho, but Washington and Oregon and certainly California. But the governor, this Michelle Grisham, directed $10 million in September of 2022 to build a state-funded abortion facility. She also signed an executive order in June of 2022 barring state agencies from assisting in prosecution of abortionists in other states as long as the abortionists did not break any New Mexico laws. And on and on it goes. I would encourage you to prayerfully consider standing with us. These are unprecedented times. The book of Ephesians, the letter that Paul wrote, says, among other things, having done all, stand for righteousness. Stand for goodness. Stand for God's principles. And that's what we're doing, and we're asking you to stand with us, those of you listening in New Mexico and those of you listening elsewhere. Each one of our markets, each one of our radio stations, and some of them are extremely expensive to be on. We need you to stand with us. This is not something I can do alone, nor should we try to do alone. God's way is always to involve God's people to do God's work. It's not, it's not unusual that God will speak to the hearts of people to, to back, to stand with, to support certain ministries. I feel that the Lord puts it in our heart to do certain things. We prayerfully consider it, 
and we do it. And that's what this ministry is about. And I believe God speaks to all of our hearts and leads us to get involved with certain efforts and certain ministries and certain things that we believe are of value. So please consider standing with us, not only in New Mexico, we certainly want to hear from you, but we need your support in Oregon, Southwest Washington, on KPDQ. We are not meeting budget and we need your help every month. We must, and we are, we're paying our bills, but we're not meeting budget. So I would encourage you to stand with us. There's a point where we can't continue in markets if we don't make our budget. The rest of the markets are doing great, but don't back off. We need you each month, and thank you. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Let me talk to you for a few minutes today about the Supreme Court and particularly about Clarence Thomas. After destroying the integrity of reputation and career of Robert Bork, remember Robert Bork? It was so bad, it was so ugly, it was something like our nation had never seen, ever. It was led by Chairman, then Senator Joseph Biden from Delaware. After destroying Robert Bork, the word Bork became um, kind of a descriptive term. and People were saying at the time, well, he got borked, or this person got borked, or that idea got borked. And that was associated with Robert Bork. They so maligned that man. He was, he was a brilliant mind. And they so maligned him under the leadership of Joe Biden, who was chairman of the, of the committee and the hearing, that he was not seated on the Supreme Court. Later on, Clarence Thomas was nominated, and he was seated, but not after a bloody battle and an attempt by the same Joe Biden and others to destroy Clarence Thomas as well. After dragging Clarence Thomas through the mud of allegations by co-worker Anita Hill, which were eventually dismissed as not credible, the committee chairman, Joe Biden, asked nominee Clarence Thomas, he said, very infamously, he said, do you have anything you'd like to say, like, after we're through beating you up in front of the public, the American public, is there anything, sir, you would like to say? Clarence Thomas said, yes, there is. And I'll be honest with you, I have some things I want to say this morning in this context as well, so stay with me. Why are... Why are now President Biden and his people still trying to destroy the Supreme Court, and particularly Justice Clarence Thomas? People who present themselves as the great white healer and the great white God who, have, who has come to help the blacks. Why are they trying to destroy blacks who disagree with them? They only like blacks and Latino and other ethnics, if they if those people agree with the far-left destructive ideology, the progressive so-called ideology of the left, of the Democrat Party. On October 11, 1991, Clarence Thomas responded to that question by coming from Senator Joe Biden. He said, Senator, I would like to start by saying unequivocally and uncategorically 
that I deny each and every allegation against me today that suggested in any way that I had conversations of a sexual nature or about pornographic material with Anita Hill, that I ever attempted to date her, that I ever had any personal sexual interest in her, or that I in any way ever harassed her. Secondly, he said, October 11, 1991, speaking specifically to Senator Joe Biden. Secondly, Clarence Thomas said, and I think more the more important point, I think that this today is a travesty. I think that it is disgusting. I think that this hearing should never occur in America. This is a case in which this sleaze, this dirt, was searched for by staffers and members of this committee, was then leaked to the media, and this committee and this body validated it and displayed it at prime time over our entire nation. How would any member in this committee, any person in this room, or any person in this country, like sleaze said about him or her in this fashion? Or this dirt dredged up and this gossip and these lies displayed in this manner? How would any person like it? The Supreme Court is not worth it, Clarence Thomas said. He said, no job is worth it. I'm not here for that. I'm here for my name, my family, my life, and my integrity. I think something is dreadfully wrong with this country when any person, any person in this free country would be subjected to this. Then he said this, and I quote verbatim. He said, and from my standpoint as a black American, as far as I'm concerned, it is a high-tech lynching for uppity blacks who in any way deign to think for themselves, to do for themselves, to have different ideas. It is a message that unless you kowtow to the old order, this is what will happen to you. You will be lynched, destroyed, caricatured by a committee of the U.S., the U.S. Senate, rather than hung from a tree. Why does this attempt at lynching continue 31 years later? Oh, they're after Thomas. There are people calling for his resignation, calling for him to be impeached. Ocasio-Cortez is not the only one. Many of them are. Thomas was eventually confirmed and seated in the United States Supreme Court. Now President Joe Biden just can't let it go. He later apologized to Anita Hill for not completing the lynching of Clarence Thomas. Last week, the New York Times said, quote, Democrat lawmakers reiterated calls on Thursday to tighten ethics rules for the Supreme Court after a report revealed that Justice Clarence Thomas had acquitted, had accepted luxury get, gifts from a major conservative donor without disclosing them. This uh, investigation was put out by ProPublica, which described how Justice Thomas accompanied the donor. This Harlan Crow is his name. He's very wealthy. He's a conservative. And he's a real estate billionaire. And Thomas and his wife have gone on several vacations with him over the years. And the trips included extended stays on Crow's yacht and on flights on his private plane and one thing or another. And that's the issue here that's before the public today. And ProPublica is a very extremely leftist uh, nonprofit organization. It's primarily funded by 
Democrat Party donor and financier George Soros. And uh, he finances that through the foundation to promote open society. So it's ProPublica that is going after Clarence Thomas, but the the Democrats are coalescing behind that, which is basically George Soros' effort. His face and his hands are all over this thing. The Wall Street Journal editorial board addressed this over the weekend. They said the left's assault on the Supreme Court is continuing This is the uh, Wall Street Journal, the editorial board. It's not just one editorialist. And the latest, they said, uh, the Supreme Court is continuing. And the latest front is the news that Justice Clarence Thomas has a rich friend who has hosted the justice on his private plane, his yacht, and his vacation resort. That's it. The Supreme Court stories, uh, Supreme Court editorial, uh, uh, or the, the Wall Street Journal editorial says, that's the story. Yet this non-bombshell has triggered breathless claims that the court must be investigated and that Justice Thomas must resign or be impeached. Those demands give way to the real political game here, the Wall Street Journal says. They quote a number of overstated adjectives from this organization in their attempt to lynch Thomas. The journal continues, quote, Adjective overkill is the method of bad polemicists who don't have much to report. The ProPublica writers suggest that the Justice Thomas may have violated ethics rule, and they quote a couple of cherry-picked ethicists who agree with them. They always do that. Continuing, quoting the Wall Street Journal, this ethics talk, the journal says, is really about setting up an apparatus that politicians can then use against the justices if there is any transgression, however minor or inadvertent. The claims of corruption are intended to smear the conservative justices, tarnish the court, the court to tee up case recusals, impeachment, or court-packing scheme if the Democrats get enough Senate votes to break the filibuster. So it's all about who's on the Supreme Court, not the legitimacy of the Supreme Court. It's all very ugly politics. The left is beside themselves because they have lost control of the Supreme Court. They want to control the Supreme Court so they can control and use America's justice system as a tool to advance their deadly agenda on a most blessed and beautiful country that God has blessed so deeply. That's where we are today. The left is systematically putting a wrecking ball on all of the institutions of the United States of America. I never thought I'd see the day in my lifetime. Never. America is so exceptional in so many ways. A nation not founded on ancient bloodlines, but on an idea that there is a creator who created all things. There is a God in heaven who is the giver of liberty and freedom. An American government was set up to protect the God-given rights and freedoms, and we have been bastardized by people who have turned on God himself, and they shake their fists in the face of God the Creator, when they don't want a baby. They murder them in the name 
in the name of health care. We are obsessed in this nation with figuring out what our pronouns are, while China and Russia and probably others on this globe are planning our demise. What's the matter with us? We have lost our vision. We will perish if we continue on this path. That's what's going on in this nation. The left has systematically put a wrecking ball on every institution in this nation. The psalmist wrote, what should we do when the foundations are destroyed? Should we run to the mountains and hide? The psalmist says, no, we we shouldn't. But we must take a stand. That's why we come on the air every day to do our best to describe what's happening in our country and in our world. And we do so every day with a heart that is broken, but a heart that is also optimistic. I believe God is in control. No matter how bad it gets, God has a plan. And God's plan is for good, not for evil. And he has a plan for each of us and collectively. God is in control of the universe. I noticed in the news uh, this morning, they found a, a, got a picture of a black hole that was 53 million light years away and blah, 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 and it was created billions of years ago. They don't know any of that. They don't know anything about it. God is the creator of all of it. They just speculate. And when they speculate on moral issues, it is destructive. It not only kills the babies, it not only mutilates our young, little, confused children who have been told they may be the opposite sex. The little boys have been told, well, you may be a girl. Oh, you you have a best friend that's a boy. Well, you may be gay. You may be transgender. You may... God help us. We've got to get our act together because God... God dealt with Sodom and Gomorrah. And I know people don't like to hear that, but it's true. And God will deal with us. So I think we better get our act together. But what do we do as Christians? Sometimes it's so overwhelming that you think, man, I don't know what to do. Well, one thing we can do is pray for America. Well, I do that. The other thing is figure out how to take a stand. Figure out how you can fit in to something that you believe in something that is meaningful, something that has an impact. And stand with brothers and sisters in this, because I'll tell you, this whole thing, Clarence Thomas, he's not a perfect person, I'm sure. I don't know him. I've never met him. But it's ironic to me, at least, that no one had any problem with Ginsburg traveling around. She was all over the place. She was in the Middle East. She was flying on people's private jets and so on. Oh, that was no problem. But Justice Thomas, oh, no. Oh, no, it doesn't matter the color of his skin. We're going to judge him because we don't like what he believes. We're all for blacks except the ones that don't agree with us. That's where we are. It's all ugly politics. The left is furious. God is in control. Let's stand strong in prayer stand strong in in hope. And I I know there's moments when it looks hopeless, but I just want 
underscore that God is in control of these things. But we've got to be informed. We need to be informed biblically and spiritually. But God is in control. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.